um, big time gamer news this week. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. We were too busy recording the podcast last Are week. Are you talking about uh, Keanu Reeves or whatever? Yep. Oh, Keanu okay. Reeves, Johnny Mnemonic is going to be in Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077. Has anybody else Johnny made that reference yet? Because that's a per- that's perfect for the well, Cyberpunk. Well, Johnny Mnemonic says Cyberpunk. Yeah. Game, so. yeah. I don't good really, one. Good pool. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. I, I don't care either. Yeah. I, I just find... I feel like... Um, in a previous episode, you said that that cyberpunk was a perfect mechanism for like confronting capitalism. Oh, not this cyberpunk. Yeah, I was going to say wasn't referring to this, <laughs> or even the tabletop game. Um, what's interesting to me, though, um, yeah, Keanu Reeves, uh, not a very good actor, but he's been choosing good roles the last few years, and he seems to be a nice guy in real life. I yeah. get it. That's fine. I don't have a problem with Keanu Reeves. What's interesting to me, though, is the internet over the last few years has kind of stripped away Keanu Reeves' humanity and just turned him into a meme. That's what the internet does with everything. Yeah. So what's interesting to me about that, though, is um, they're putting him in this cyberpunk game, and it's interesting because in the cyberpunk universe, it does deal a lot with dehumanization and taking away the individual. Oh, yeah, I'm sure uh, oh, no, CDR the- <laughs> Project's really going to delve into this. CD Project Red <laughs> did not do it on purpose. They did it because they knew he was popular. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting, the, the meta overlap with like actual cyberpunk <laughs> and what they're doing. It's like, oh, cool. So you're perpetuating what cyberpunk subverts. You know, oh yeah, cool. Take this like meme figure from the internet. The fucking nerds on the internet like him, and just complete—he's completely stripped of humanity. He's just a meme. Like no one knows Keanu. No one, no one knows the secret heart of Keanu. Or not even that. Like no one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's not. Like you don't. You, don't he is him. what you want him to be. You project onto him. Yeah, they, it's not. That's not the real Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? It's just some made up like avatar of Keanu Reeves that the internet created and like, Oh, we'll put him in the game. People will like it. And it's like, also, um, maybe this game will deal with transhumanism. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it though. Yeah. This is the thing though, is, uh, I don't expect cyberpunk 2077 to actually be a good cyberpunk. Of cyberpunk. Well, a lot of people don't know anything about cyberpunk as a philosophy beyond like Blade Runner and the cyberpunk tabletop game. I feel like maybe Akira cyberpunk has like a whole uh element to it that's about uh feminism and obviously transhumanism and cd project red a company that specifically panders to gaming culture and has said stupid shit before online no not that gaming cultures (laughs) i don't think they're gonna be able to handle any of those concepts and the fact that it's being a like hundred million dollar video game, different publishers, distributors, all these big businesses that are involved in it. Yeah, they're yeah they're really gonna put in some dissident, subversive, uh, anti capitalist shit into their very capitalist game, right? I think so. I'm 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 eager for it. It's gonna be then uh, just the perfect representation of cyberpunk. Everything you were talking about <laughs> distilled into one video game. Yeah, gamers rise up. I'm sure. Game of the year is well. I'm sure it will. Well, end it's up going. Being, it's going to compete against Death Stranding, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. People are going to love it no matter what. Just because people, video game like gamers just love shit. They don't care. <laughs> Let's talk around. about Red Dead Redemption Two again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really love you know the great nuanced storytelling of video games. Then all right, well, cool. Which what's the good one good story? Super Mario Brothers Three. Yeah. Whatever. I guess the thing I also like to bring up is Mike Pondsmith, the guy that created the cyberpunk tabletop. Mm -hmm. Even his game is such a like corrupt capitalist money making nerd with no like life experience distillation of what cyberpunk is. Anyways, it's just like, uh, I saw Kira and didn't understand any of the themes. Wouldn't it be cool if someone made a tabletop game where you get to (laughs) shoot people and stuff. Well, we, we've, uh, we've talked about the same idea in a lot of, you know, media or fiction or, or entertainment where you know the people consuming it miss the message that the gundam thing that you talked about before oh holy shit mike pondsmith the guy that created cyberpunk uh-huh. his tabletop game before cyberpunk was a game called mechton he got the inspiration for the game by reading um untranslated mobile suit gundam manga that he found 
And he just obviously he didn't have any context for what was going on in the story because he didn't speak Japanese yeah. or read Japanese. I, yeah. So he just go saw good cool, places. So he just saw cool robots fighting and made a cool robot fighting tabletop. Game. <laughs> oh, that, cool ro- ro- robot! War is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so right over his head. That's what I mean. He did the same thing. He did the same thing with Cyberpunk too. Well, so. you know what? The, uh, if uh, if you mix miss the message in the movie we watched this week, then you are a dummy. <laughs> this lighthearted romp that we watched. <laughs> Uh, the the ABC motion picture made for television movie. The day after. <laughs> this is a goot one. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's cool. Um, <laughs> I will say when I um. When I suggested it last week, um, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, and I remember it being a lot like cornier and hokier than uh, than I remember when I watched it this time. Uh, oh no, it was perfectly fine. It actually aged. It, I, it aged better than the um, first like season of MCU movies. <laughs> There's yeah. some. There is some stuff in here, There's especially some... the way they treat some of the female characters. Like really, yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, and then just some, some some corny stuff in general. But uh, they the way they build tension is pretty good. Yeah, um, I just more the technical aspects of it that it's shot on film. That it's uh, you know it just looks like a regular ass movie. These kind of movies that can stand the test of time. Someone needs to do a restoration on this movie though, because the version I watched was like obviously like ripped from VHS. Yeah, I mean like it's available on YouTube. I don't think it. I don't think you can get it on like uh, Blu-ray, on Amazon Prime, or <laughs> yeah. Blu-ray, or DVD. It'd be interesting if someone did a restoration because I do think it's. A worthwhile movie. I don't know if nuclear apocalypse is necessarily something. I want to talk about the Cold War a little bit. All right. I feel like it was just the theater of politics more than anything. You know what I mean? I know there were some close calls or whatever, but I honestly feel like it was just two major countries playing a game. I mean, that's all. That's always what politics is. I mean, like you. I'm a. That's the problem is it's always a game until it's not a game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like at some point someone goes too far and uh, you can't always tell where that line is when you're talking about geopolitical mm-hmm. ramifications. Yeah. Uh, my thing is like, man, I don't think this ever would have happened. Honestly, I know the Cuban missile crisis came close and you know, but it's like, I don't think anyone actually would have done it. Well, I mean, there is that, there is an argument too. Like, well, if you go back and look at, uh, some studies of people in combat situations, uh, like only twenty percent of the of the people with a gun would actually shoot at the enemy. Oh yeah, they everyone else to shoot above them. Yeah, and unless yeah. and you know unless like a direct super, superior is right behind them. Mm-hmm. Is what, so yeah, I mean, there's a certain extent you you might be right. Like there's seven thousand missiles, and you know not all of them are gonna get launched. No, but I don't know. I feel like it's it's uh, we've gotten close enough. And um, there's enough reason to think that it is possible to be uh, a, little a, little, a little bit concerned about yeah, it, right? It's you know something I, mean? I, I, I don't worry about it often, but it is kind of always in the back of my mind where it's like, you know, someone just drop a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can go on like a really big uh, political rant about the um, how out of control our national security apparatus has gone since World War II and how much power we've given the president military-wise – um, and how I don't really think that it's in keeping with the founding fathers' idea of uh, of separation of powers and checks and balances. Yeah, um, my whole thing is uh, fuck the founding fathers. <laughs> I don't care what they believed. Well, um, but I mean, like that, uh, the idea of checks and balances, and, yeah. like the president well, shouldn't be mean, able to unilaterally declare war. But if you're able to launch nuclear missiles unilaterally, you're able to declare war. You know yeah. What I mean? Well, I well, that's great and everything, but I think it's. Simpler than oh the founding fathers believed it's just, no this is probably the right thing to do the hierarchy we set up where this small group of like old dudes who don't exist in the same reality that we do get to determine the life of or death of millions of people like fucking they're not you know what I mean like how is how are we letting like these fucking old ass dudes just play games with our lives all the time I don't know how are we it's because people don't vote people don't vote. They don't also don't rise up for the gamers. <laughs> rise up! I always said that, I said this last time, but revolutions don't rarely end the way you expect them to. And uh, if gamers rise up and try to start a revolution, it's definitely not going to end the way they think. There's going to be a lot of asthma attacks. Um, a lot of dudes. Well, basically, you just have the front line 
would have to be um, all female troops, <laughs> and then they'll be too nervous. They'll go home. <laughs> they'll get they'll get shy and start looking at their feet. Mm-hmm. Let's all go home. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I, um, I loved uh, Fallout because of the cool guns." <laughs> oh, there's a political message in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Liberty Prime's great. I love when it kills all the commies. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is if uh, you identify as a gamer, fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, I I, don't know, I guess I won't go that far, but you probably you probably suck. I will because I think it's such a huge leap to like have that be your identity. Uh, I know true. there's like a lot of Zoomers and younger kids like that's their shit. It's like, I'm a gamer and I love PewDiePie. Like, guess what? That shit's not going to work out for you. You fucking suck. You need to expand your horizons. <laughs> No one's interested in that shit. It doesn't make you cool. Uh, it just means you like bad art. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You like bad distilled corporate art. Oh, no. No, uh, subscribe to PewDiePie. Uh, <laughs> he's an independent artist right now. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did, uh, remember when he used the N-word and then Disney said they are going to stop paying him? I thought he was an independent artist. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, dumb kids. It's weird that like, man... All us fucking dumb nerd kids on the internet, we got to take a bullet and defend PewDiePie at all costs. Like, what the fuck is that shit? I don't get it. I would. I want some sort of... I want my own little... Yeah, cult. Zo- Zoomer cult. <laughs> yeah, stand up for me, you dumb Zoomers. Get out there and defend me. Yeah, at all costs. I mean, I'm sure, obviously, your kids are cool. I think they're technically Gen Z, right? Zoomers. I don't fucking know where they... I don't know what the fuck it means, kid. but... I don't, well, I'm talking about the kids that are, like, in high school now that, like, I just see, like the fuck how are you like just posting the same sentence over and over again in a youtube chat full of thousands of people and like you think that's actually gonna do anything <laughs> that's how you get noticed like what the fuck kind of mentality is that i don't know man the internet just fucking ruined everything we need to start oh, i'm done fuck this podcast let's get out of here yeah, fuck it <laughs> man i just want to fucking watch cowboy movies <laughs> oh shit uh before we really dig in uh glenn danzig has a cowboy movie. No, an erotic horror film called Verotica. Verotica. It just premiered um at Fright Fest or something like that. Cans. Um inadvertently probably gonna be a cult classic of comedy horror. Like it wasn't intentionally comedic. It's but like, it is. It's like he made Glenn Danzig thought he was making a sexy like horror movie and it's just apparently so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in his life, I can't imagine that Glenn Danzig's output, movie-wise. I just, yeah, I mean, he's old now. He doesn't know what the fuck's up. He's real old. I'm excited for it, though. He's apparently going to take it on tour. So I'm going to try to... Oh, he's trying to go on tour. Try to, like, catch it out when he's on tour. Or if not, Q&A. I'm going to have, like, a viewing party at some point. Because <laughs> it just sounds so bad. I won't spoil it. Spoil it. Like, I won't spoil it. Spoil it. <laughs> yeah, people, you just got to, yeah, I mean... You got experience of yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> you read articles. There's like synapses, synopsis of it at this point already, but it's it sounds so bad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn Danzig. I mean, <laughs> I'm not shocked. Like even if he did it as a younger man, his taste in like horror movies is like shit from the like late '60s, to early '70s when it was pretty cheesy. So he's like, oh, I really love Vampires Lesbos. Maybe I can have sexy scenes like that the day after. The day after Glenn Danzig's movie came out, <laughs> everyone died of radiation sickness. <laughs> so I do like that they just set up all the character relationships for like the first hour or so. Not yeah. because the characters are necessarily that important, but you want... Or interesting, really. Yeah, but just to, so people are a little bit attached to them, so that when the nuclear war happens, you're kind of like, ah, oh, shit, this would be pretty terrible, huh? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I like the. Uh, I assume they're actual army men's because their acting is terrible. Uh, oh, in the helicopter. Yeah, and like well, in the helicopter, and like the end of the parts where they're showing like the missiles being moved around and someone at the control panel. Mm-hmm. I think that's like I, either stock footage or they just got some army dudes to do some shit. Seems like they just got some army dudes to do some shit because they also had those giant like weird monster computers that the army was using, <laughs> <laughs> which I I'm pretty sure they actually. Still have an operation for some nuclear silos, right? I don't think they've updated that shit, really. Mm, yeah, no, I think some of them... Are, I definitely have heard, read some articles about some equipment still running, like Windows 95 and stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're still rocking some 80s equipment. Yeah, these giant 
fucking steel machines yeah. you gotta put physical keys into <laughs> open lock boxes to get to switches that shit's crazy well i think man. the lock box to get switches is specifically so you don't accidentally press that that switch to launch a missile which yeah. would probably be true even in um, with modern machines well i mean you probably just have a command and just no i bet there they still is still an actual physical switch you gotta feel that power you gotta know you gotta know oh yeah you it's gotta like, annihilate somebody uh-huh. it's like ejaculating Moscow. The Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Zlad, but that's a different one. Yeah. Onto my level rocket, rocket climb. climb. My blue jeans is tight. So onto, onto my, my level, level rocket, rocket climb. climb. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that later. <laughs> so, first of all, build in the credits of the film as Steven Gutenberg <laughs> instead of Steve Gutenberg. I was waiting for him to show up for a long time. Old Stevie Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not a big star yet. Yeah, but he was like third in the cast building, so I was like, he had to be doing all right. Yeah. It's one of his, uh, not a great acting job from Steve here. No. He's not very goot. What's interesting is uh, he was like, I feel like he's one of the first like not action star actors that looked like he was lifting weights at least. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You hardly ever see that. Like <laughs> We talked about on Police Academy how yeah. ridiculous he looked. He didn't look as great in this. No, but you can still tell like he like... Bench presses every yeah. morning. No, like that's about it. Like that's the end of his regimen. I think it's just a bench press. But I mean, it's still like him. It's still working out for him. Everyone else in line. It's like, well, he's doing something. Uh, what three men and babies? Him, Ted Danson, and uh, 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 mustache man. Uh, not Burt Reynolds, but the other mustache guy. <laughs> Fuck, what's his name? I can't think of it. Magnum PI. You yeah. know. We were talking about him last week. Quickly down under. <laughs> Whatever, that guy. The um, guy that didn't get to play Indiana Jones. I feel like... Um, so, what I'm saying is if they had a scene where they all had their shirts off, you know... Oh, with the goot? <laughs> he, he's going to look the goodest? Yeah, Ted Danson's going to be all skinny, fat, you know, and then... Um, Mustache man will be like a little <laughs> I mean, bit bigger, but I'll... You're really hoping your brain would come in there, right? Yeah, not, not too toned. <laughs> Pick it's it gonna, up for you. It's gonna didn't. last like ten minutes of the podcast. Like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> that one dude. Actually, I'm trying not to think about it. I don't wanna get distracted. We got important stuff to talk about, like um, Orville Peck's new music video. Everyone check it out. It's cool. No. Yeah, I don't know if you'll particularly like it. No, it's got a real David Lynch vibe to it. Um, Oral Peck's also David um, Lynch. I believe he can teach me creativity. Yeah, on Masterclass.com. <laughs> Hey, have you uh, heard about the new masterclass? <laughs> this is Adventure Productions here, trying to get paid. <laughs> Pay us, masterclass. Go to AdventureProductions.com. We're definitely like, I, I, the content of our podcast definitely lines up with probably the audience that's interested in masterclass. <laughs> masterclass. I, I think so. I actually am going to eventually teach a masterclass on cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would let me teach that because, like, what is the usefulness of knowing, like, the philosophy and history of cyberpunk? What's really the usefulness in Steph Curry teaching you ball handling? That's a good point. Cause just to know it. It's just to know. Well, no, like, if you're going to use it for your career, you got to start really young at the point where, like, you're not going to have the patience to watch Steph Curry teach you. <laughs> yeah, right. Ball. You see what Anthony Hardaway, he used to dribble a tennis ball. Oh, is that how he, he did it? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's all the, the guys that, you know, dribble two balls at once. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't remember doing any like real hard dribbling drills when I was was young, but maybe I should have practiced with a tennis ball. I remember hearing Anthony Penny Hardaway say it at one point, and then I did try to do it, but I was more about shooting threes. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, Nah, I just gotta work on my shot. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be out here really good. Yeah, there. everyone's just passing the ball. I'll make that three. No <laughs> problem. That's my game. Right there. <laughs> That's like the, the standard like white dude game. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I'll just post up here at the, the arc. Just pass me. I'll get a three. Where were we in the, this the day after tomorrow? Day after tomorrow? Jake Gyllenhaal? What a movie. Oh, yeah. The day. I forgot the Roland Nemerick. They added a little word at the end of that one. Oh, uh, did you know at the after this movie originally aired that there was a debate between Carl Sagan and some conservative hack job <laughs> about the merits of nuclear proliferation and stuff? Uh-huh. It's interesting that... Obviously, the the dude debating for uh, nuclear proliferation 
probably hadn't seen the movie yet, <laughs> but it's like that's a really like hard position to take after a hundred million people just watched this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like no, 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 we need more nukes to deter. <laughs> Russia Don't you understand? We need to have more than that. <laughs> yeah. When I was watching this movie, um, like the radiation clears after a while mm-hmm. or gets low enough to be tolerated. And I was like, you still will not be able to go outside because nuclear winter and shit. But apparently, the concept of nuclear winter wasn't widely known until right after this movie aired and Carl Sagan talked about it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I like the message at the end, though, where it's like, the effects of nuclear war would probably be far greater than what's depicted here. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, really? Ooh. I thought it said it wasn't going to be as bad. No, instead it'd be worse. <laughs> I like that they weren't sugarcoating anything. It's like, fucking don't blow us up, please. (laughs) (laughs) Which is legit. That's what I mean. It's like, hey, you fucking dumb old dudes. Like, fucking just die. (laughs) Well, that's the problem. Like, this was made in 83, right? So that's 30 years ago. They thought all these dumb old dudes would die, and we'd have to worry about it in 2019. Meanwhile, we got a whole new clutch of dumb old dudes. Yeah, we got new ones. New ones, yeah. Uh, That grew up in the 80s watching this shit. And they still don't know. Not grew up in the eighties. You know what I mean? They can't. They were alive in their formative business years around the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they just care about money. Yeah. Well, the people ever win? No. Ah, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You pay us because I need money to protect myself from the government. <laughs> yeah, I need to get my fallout shelter ready, <laughs> full of guns. Guns and guns and guns and guns. I packed so many guns, I forgot to pack food. (laughs) I'll just eat bullets. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's the thing. This movie, too, the one family has a basement and they pack dirt around it. Yeah, that works. That would work? Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Like, how much dirt would you need, though? Well, first of all, here's the thing. If you're in the blast zone of the radius for, like, the... Of the actual bomb, that's not gonna work. That's that shit is just protect to protect from fallout. Mm. And like fallout, the further down you go, the more layers you have on top of you, the more stuff you have in front of the windows will protect you. Like the 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 army dude that puts a blanket over themselves, that does protect you from from some of the fallout. Just putting a blanket over you will oh, protect really? you from some of it. Yeah, mm. it literally just falls on top of it. Um, there's not just the ambient radiation everywhere. Though? I mean, there's some, but if you're covering yourself in the fallout. It, and it's an airburst nuclear missile, right? Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, the fall is going to be falling down. Oh, interesting. What about Jason Robards or Robards when he's on the freeway and the bombs go off and he just ducks down in his car? I don't think that would have helped him, right? He well, was I think really he, fucking close. I don't think he was. I think we're supposed to assume he's far enough away that he doesn't get hit by the actual blast mm-hmm. because none of the other cars do, right? Yeah, that's true. So I think he's just protect that him. That's just him protecting himself from the initial radiation burst. I mean, I don't know too much about Fallout, but that's my understanding. Well, technically, no one does. Pretty close. We haven't. Well, I mean, we study. There's been enough nuclear explosions on, yeah, yeah, that we have some idea. Yeah, we We obviously don't know what's going to happen if we shoot 400 missiles. Yeah, like we don't know for sure though, (laughs) and hopefully we get to find out someday. (laughs) Now that's just uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get incinerated or radiated. I don't want to live. To be 34. <laughs> I don't want to die, die in a nuclear war. Yeah. That dude's like 60 now, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. He made it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's gotten past nuclear war. I like the effects they use for when the bombs are going off. It's um, Well, it's not just stock footage. Well, I mean, where they flash and like the they oh. turn to skeletons. Yeah, that and, one. That's well, good. And yeah, and I do like that they just kind of copy pasted of yeah. uh, stock footage of mushroom clouds. Like even like just the random stuff. It's um, I mean, it seems dated now, but uh, I don't know the fact that this movie is shot on film and the way it's presented. Like, I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's kind of dated, but I also like dated special effects like that more than I like the CGI that's used Well, I mean, now. CGI even becomes dated at some point, right? It seems I... to become dated so quickly, or I feel like there's been no advancement for so long. Where, like, we uh, yeah, talked about really like Lord of the Rings, and then nothing's, it hasn't really gotten better than that. Right? Well, people say, like, Avatar. I guess, but it looks like a cartoon. No. <laughs> 
Uh, we got the live action Lion King coming out. <laughs> live, live action. action. Yeah, we went out and filmed like a few locations and everything else. Visually animated. <laughs> it's live action. Come on. Get that copyright extended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I do like um, this film. It's shot on film. It's like 35 millimeter. It makes it seem like real shit. And I was like, well, what else would they have shot it on 85? Like Tape. Tape. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the It miniseries was shot on film for sure, right? I don't know. As long as I've seen it, it might have, it might have been tape. Because mm. that was late 80s, early 90s when well, yeah. tape was more prevalent. Well, I mean, like sitcoms and shit like that were shot on tape, uh-huh. and which is I, I still that's still better than a lot of digital camera TV show shit that they do now. Well, I think. depending on what filters you throw on uh, your phone camera. But uh, I was like, oh fuck yeah, it's actually film, and like you could even because the print that is on YouTube is somewhat damaged, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can even see like some of the grain of the film, and I was like, oh hell yeah, this is like real shit. <laughs> No, they just don't make them like that anymore. Like, everyone's like, oh, I love Chernobyl. I love this fucking digital gray filter <laughs> bullshit. I fucking love that everything just looks like goddamn concrete. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Every movie you can think Except of. Except the concrete. Or uh, there's a meme going around now where people have noticed that anytime a TV show, or a major TV show like Breaking Bad or things like that or movies that go to Mexico they always use that golden filter on it <laughs> so people are making memes out of it. I'm glad people are starting to notice that there is like these fucking shitty f- like motifs that are going around that everyone just recycles and reuses all around the desert fucking put a yellow filter on that shit well, that's how people know it's hot <laughs> <laughs> they're not just copying Breaking Bad on that one because I think it's the first time I remember seeing it um yeah they might all just be copying Breaking Bad but I mean, Breaking Bad's uh oh, you prepare for another one of Kyle's hot takes. Breaking Bad's not a very well shot TV show. Anymore. Oh shit! Oh no! Well, no one really, no one really said that Breaking Bad was well shot. Everybody was talking about the writing, yeah, the acting more than the. But it's, it's comparing it to other TV shows. It's still competently shot, and there's plenty of uh, good shots in the, the Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not like um, um TV's just it's not Ghoulies. Yeah, <laughs> TV's just whack. Why do people watch TV? I don't know. They're so stupid. I, well, I, I think it's people like to have routines, right? Or people have been programmed to have routines. Well, no, I do think that in general, humans are, are do like routine. Mm-hmm. I don't so, think it's like a program of anything. I think it's we're just going into our natural order. Yeah. So people just like to have like, all right, on Sundays I watch this, and Tuesdays I watch this. Yeah. So this is the, people like to have these. Consistency is what yeah. people like. Not me. I don't like that shit. <laughs> that's just, that's some straight up bullshit. Because I grew up with you as a child, and if you didn't get consistency <laughs> yeah. as a child, it was hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually do have to. Uh, even now that I quit my job, like I have to follow a specific <laughs> routine every day, or I'll be like, "Oh, I'm such a failure. <laughs> Everything's garbage. <laughs> Am I gonna have to kill myself someday?" Yeah. So I get it, but I just wish TV was better. <laughs> like or people tried something like this movie where yeah, i mean i'll go back my biggest problem with tv and it's it's probably it's really just american tv for the most part is that mm-hmm. because of the way uh the business side works you don't know how long it's gonna go you um uh, can't really write a coherent cohesive yeah sometimes you're inclusive just wandering story. around yeah. yeah like oh i guess we'll do this for a few episodes just make sure we're gonna make it to next season and okay here's the actual plot yeah yeah Oh no! Uh, we got only got these actors contracted for two seasons. Uh, we I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so they, there, I guess there's really two main stories in this. The day after, it's the doctor, and then there's the family. Yeah, they try to have. They introduce us to a lot of characters in the beginning, but none of them are really compelling. I think it probably would have been better if it was just the family. I do kind of like the doctor story though. Cause well, you, I like Jason Robards. Yeah, he was the the best actor in the yeah. movie. But and it's interesting. But I don't the hero doctor who just keeps working to help everyone. Like, I guess it probably wasn't that cliche at this point. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it was a cliche. He's not necessarily being a. I don't think he's being a hero doctor. I just don't think he wants to confront the fact that his entire family is dead. Yeah, that's because you know, he, really, they they yell it at you because he doesn't want to go to sleep because he sees his family. Mm-hmm. What would you do in that situation? Would you keep going? 
Yeah, I, we were just talking about. Like, it. I don't know how. I don't know what else to do. Before. I think that's kind of why he, he, the situation he's in too. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it would depend on the circumstances. So, like, is it just me? Like, um, you and your family and mom and dad and our sisters and their family and stuff. Like, they, they're not around. Like, I'm, I don't know. If I'm the only one that makes it, I'm still going to give it a shot. But I'm, like, I'm going to I'm gonna go over the edge a little bit. Yeah. Like, I was talking was... about where, like, I'll, I'm, you know, what? I'm, I'll try to start my own compound, my own, like, little. No, yeah, that's not where I would go. I, my thing would be, like, um. If I was the only one left, everybody else I, I know died in a nuclear war, and at the end the president's like, "I know that uh, you you've lost and I've lost too." I'm like, "I'm gonna fucking kill that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna get that sucker." <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. Is uh, I would like turn into like a Walking Dead villain. Yeah, I would of. be. Co- I would be like Punisher, Mad Max. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't. Um, I I'd probably die real quick. My intent but. <laughs> wouldn't be to be villainous, but I want to be able to lead enough people that, like, yeah, fuck this government. Yeah, We're I don't want to have to deal else. with any balls of shit again. Yeah. Well. Like, no, this is my time. Down here. Up there. <laughs> it's their time. But down here, this is mine. This is my, our time. <laughs> Goonies never die. And the name of my gang political organization, uh, Colt, Sloss. Will, will be the Goonies. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, like... If we start like the family situation going on, then I guess just like protect the family, try to survive for a while and see how it goes. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to watch like everyone dying from radiation poisoning though. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'd probably be better if we all just get blown into smithereens. We just turn into Hiroshima shadows. <laughs> Coincidentally, my friend from work was like texting me because she got LASIK. Uh-huh. She's like, I see Hiroshima shadow. Well, no, she, she um, it, it was like right before I watched this. She was like, man, the smell of burning eyeballs is weird. And I was like, the fuck did you travel back in time to Hiroshima? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know shit about LASIK, but I, I guess blasting lasers into your eyes, you could probably smell something, right? Yeah, I gotta imagine there's a scent. Yeah, but that's I always think about that specifically for some reason is people's oh probably because of fists in the north star now that i think about it <laughs> but people's eyeballs being cooked out of their face i'm like oh, oh, oh. and then yeah people just turn into dust shadows <sighs> pretty messed up man it's not as cool as the guy that in um pompeii that died masturbating <laughs> <laughs> i saw that okay that guy's the best. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna die, <laughs> die doing what I love. <laughs> Fuck this lava. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll come on it. <laughs> It'll cool it down. <laughs> That'll stop the lava. Have some of this thickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come, but it's dummy thick. <laughs> There's um. When um in the beginning of the movie, like towards the the uh, bombs going off, um you know the family is throwing dirt in the basement. The wife's going crazy upstairs. She's like, "I gotta make these goddamn beds, Jim." Yeah, because she doesn't want to face like, "Oh shit, everyone's gonna die." <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. I feel like that's a and like her daughter has the same fucking hysterical reaction mm-hmm. down in the basement. None of the female characters are really treated well in this movie. No, um, I don't think it's unrealistic, but the fact that they made it just female characters, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a little unrealistic. Well, here's if it, this was like really, I don't think, like, I don't think you have the breakdown right, uh, right as you're supposed to be going down into the, the basement. I, well, I was thinking about it, um, cause you, they do a really good job showing the build up to the escalation uh-huh. or the escalation of what's happening. And um, I could see myself, like, not having a complete breakdown, but when it gets to that point, just being like, I've, as I was saying on this podcast already, where it's like, the fuck, fuck these bullshit-ass motherfucking old dudes, how can this shit be happening, how are they letting this happen, this fucking bullshit, I fucking just want to, like, kill someone, you know what I mean? I could see myself, like, freaking out. Like, yeah, well, I mean, there's kind of that. It's just, like, so frustratingly, like mundane evil you know yeah have you ever gone back and like read some of the uh the stuff about around the the cuban missile crisis and like the kind of uh anxiety people were feeling at that time period yeah it's 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 kind of scary well Uh, and that what's and this is like that this is like two steps beyond where the cuban missile crisis you know what i mean yeah well what's your anxiety level like right now knowing that 
oh, it's high all the time. Like I know, <laughs> like so. There we've gen- scientists keep generously saying, "All right, we we twelve years, maybe twelve years, ten years. Like, come yeah. on, we gotta do something." No one does anything. It's like fucking. It's ha- it's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Like it seems like it, we're gonna be fucked in like ten years. It's already happening right now, but it's just gonna escalate. And now I'm talking about climate change specifically. No, know. that's that's Chinese myth. I mean, it could, climate change could easily lead to something like this. But yeah. Not- well, I guess you... Who knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Especially because like, you got young kids and stuff. It's like, fucking... Is there not a future? I don't know. Really? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> fucking... Wait, this, gotta, this, podcast, this podcast got real depressing now, man. Well, I knew it was going to happen because when I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I, like... Uh, it actually, like, got really into my head. I, like, even had, like, a dream about... Uh, the world ending from a solar flare or something last night. No. Yeah. I don't know. Solar flare is not the one I'm most concerned no, about. but it's just something <laughs> my brain cooked up, you know, in the, like, whatever. But, I don't know, man. Fucking, it's a weird time to be alive. I like that meme that's, that's like, You know, um, to be fair, it's always been a weird time yeah, to be alive. Like, I mean, there's been, war. there's been high, um, Dan Carlin talks about this in Hardcore History, if anybody listens to that, but the high watermarks of, of civilization, there's mm. been times where, uh, we've civilization as a whole has reached a certain point technologically wise, or you know, and we've receded from that uh, because of some huge catastrophe. Uh, and it could be war, it could be you know massive changes in uh, in the climate from some from something we didn't control. Mm-hmm. But it's happened before, and it could happen again. Or um, or it's happened before, and it's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing, too, is people in those giant sea change moments likely didn't realize what was happening. Like, I don't think the people living through the fall of the Western Roman Empire realized that the Western Roman Empire wasn't going to be around in, in 20 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people would have had to have some clue. Right. But, but I don't that it think it would be happened so quickly, I guess. Right. You I mean, they, they just know there's, there's problems like this mm-hmm. shit. We can get this under control. But, you know, and then it just keeps building and building. And then one day... It's gone. It's not there anymore. Shit, man. Well, that's the problem is we're this time we're like completely aware of it. Are and we? That, and then a lot of people I think we don't I don't I honestly don't know if we are are we I don't think people really have an idea one way or the other of where we are. Oh, that's true. I yeah, cuz um obviously there's no way to know exactly like what the turning point is. Have we passed it? Is there any going back? Is it just going to accelerate no matter what? That sort of thing. But that's fine. That's just the nature of life, those aspects of it. But the people that willfully deny it or try to convince other people not to believe it and, like, don't do anything about it because I don't fucking want to lose money for the shareholders. Like, that type type attitude is, like, that's the fucking evil of human history. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, but it's just, like, banal evil. Yeah, it's just I want money... And I don't necessarily want to kill everyone, but if that's the side effect of me getting more money, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess I I'll have to die, right? Because like, well, I mean, it's I, so fucking weird. Like, what do I you think? Try, I think you honestly, be king of the ashes or what? Most of these people, honestly, I don't think believe that it's going to get to that point. But they have, I'm senators and politicians have more information than we do, and it's easy to okay, see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oof. Man, have you seen some of these fucking senators I mean, and congresspeople? Some of them are fucking shit. dumb as shit. Yeah. And old as shit. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. What are you fucking talking about? They have more information than us. Yeah, they have more information than us, but they don't understand it. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's just... I mean, you can see it's the effects it's having now. No. California bursts into flame every year. You remember that as a child, yeah. right? <laughs> well, I mean, there would be wildfires like... Every four or five years, maybe. Like, there'd be a bad one every four or five yeah. years. Yeah. But now, now there's four or five ones every, every year. Yeah. Well, there's a wildfire in the Arctic. I know. We're talking about that. About, yeah. About and fires. then there's standing water in Miami like half the year. Like parts of New Jersey That's are normal. flooded all the time. Normal. And the people are killing each other in the streets in India for fresh water. Normal. Right now. Everyone's fleeing South America. A lot of it is because of corrupt shit we've done to their government. Well, I mean, but, but climate change is a huge part of that. Yeah, because um, they're not able to yield the crops that they're used to growing. All I mean, they, um, I, the civil unrest in, in Syria, a lot of the, that shit is directly tied to a drought 
Yeah. And, and climate change. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, like, uh, Pakistan, like, has terrible flooding every year now, too, right? Yeah. Ah, whatever. Climate change. Nothing to worry about. It'll be, I'm sure it'll be fine for us, because we come from a very wealthy family. <laughs> 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 we got uh, our, uh, our bug out uh, house in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, with... Plenty of guns and uh, water. They don't allow guns in New Zealand anymore. <laughs> they don't allow Australians in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> like everything else, it's... Uh, well, there's not anything I can do, so... Fucking... I guess I'll listen to some fucking bops and play World of Warcraft. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I do know what you mean, because we really don't have any control. No. And there's not much I can do. And... Uh, and uh, meanwhile, in Hong Kong, there's a, like a million people on the streets protesting. Two million today. Two million today? Good two, for them. Uh, around two million. But we can't even stop eating Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so, Oh, I, yeah, but did you see Chick-fil-A um, made a, a Pride Solidarity post? And they were like, well, it's never too late to support gay rights. But and we're still going to give money. And also, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's actually way too late. Yeah, for you, for Chick-fil-A, it definitely is. <laughs> it's actually way too late. Fuck, fuck rainbow capitalism like this bullshit it's fucking don't trust things capital shit i know it's encouraging for um young lgbt uh q plus kids to see like support like out in the open and stuff but like the, the real shit that happens at pride that's real shit that's your community coming together and supporting each other and that's real shit these companies that didn't care about you and fucking actively worked against you 10 years ago updating their fucking Twitter profiles with rainbow shit and all that is fucking garbage. Don't trust that rainbow capitalist bullshit. Like, fucking burn that shit down. Uh, Stonewall was a riot. Right? <laughs> it's like, fucking, this is real shit. Like, don't fall for their fucking tricks. <laughs> yeah, I'll go come at it from another angle. I find it weird how uh, how corporate, um, like, pride has become. Well, that's uh, the fucking one Meanwhile, market, like, African American History Month, like, you don't hear corporations going out of their way for that shit, do you? No, because I'm sure they're like, oh, well, black people are poor, right? <laughs> so, at least gays are middle class sometimes. Black History Month. I don't I hate, I actually don't like the term African American, African American, but I don't no, know. Yeah, African American is whack. I don't know how, how the African American or black community at large feels about us all. all. I'd rather just say black. Yeah, and that's, white. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't grow up using african-american Neither, uh, <laughs> no what <laughs> no it was like hey european-american <laughs> when they were talking to me <laughs> like, hey what's up white boy like, yeah i don't know that's weird to me uh, afro-american I, I i don't know if you actually are like african-american yeah it's a little bit different if you i yeah. i know some people i would consider actually african-american but they were born in africa yeah and but and then became american citizens which you know it's a different thing i, I just it feels um it feels like you're you're taking away territory, doesn't it? Well, it, it feels like you're taking away whatever family history they have, because there's most black people, their families have been in the United States longer than ours. Oh, definitely. You know, <laughs> so it's like no one's gonna be like, oh, Irish American, or you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Plus, a lot of black people have no real no understanding idea. of their African history because yeah. it was stolen from. Them. Yeah. So, like, I don't. It just doesn't seem fair. Well, yeah. This is a weird tangent for the day <laughs> after. I don't know. Day after is all about uh, fairness, fairness, justice, justice. I well, I, I to get back into it. Um, I do like the uh, they really went for it. I'm surprised like this is like an ABC TV movie because like when the president gives a speech and it's all just like platitudes and like still bordering on like fascist bullshit. Mm-hmm. I like that they were open about it. like yeah look look at this fucking stupid shit. <laughs> And then the, the 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 dad too, uh, when he goes to like the uh, farmers co op meeting, he's like, "What are we supposed to do with all this fucking soil? Yeah, like is there scrape it off, you dumbass." <laughs> yeah, but they're right though. Like, where does the soil go? Is yeah. there a big hole to put? No, in no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what do you need to scrape it off, you dumb shit. Yeah, like the fuck. They like obviously have uh, they, when they're at the university. There's like a dissident woman who's like. Nah, it's not actually going to happen. If this was like oil in Saudi Arabia, then yeah, we'd blow them up. But there's not anything we can get from which is kind of like your uh, your philosophy too, right? Like you it know, is a little bit. Usually, America fucking real G's move silent like lasagna, right? <laughs> That's America. Usually, we just do like these small little proxy forever wars so that we can access things that we need for our imperial power. <laughs> And obviously, I do think America, like fucking Saudi Arabia, we are best friends. We <laughs> love each other. Thank you for oil. You will get bombs. 
we just are the best. You guys basically remember like the Bush family so inside, like so tied in with yeah, the yeah. Saudi family and Vince McMahon <laughs> and um, even Barack Obama, like you know, getting jewelry from him and stuff. You, like American politicians have to be buddies with Saudi Arabia. Like the, them's the rules. <laughs> as long as we need oil, as them's the rules. Yeah. But and then there's because of the corporate ownership of the United States. Speaking of cyberpunk, goddamn it. <laughs> Um, there's so there's like no incentive not to use oil because they're like, wait a second, we're trying to make money over here, so oil's sticking around, right? <laughs> and that means you got a buddy after Saudi Arabia. Yeah, once again, speaking of cyberpunk, I saw someone on on, on Reddit or something who was just totally like, what? How could corporations ever run an entire nation? That'll ne- that could never happen, motherfucker. It's happening right now. <laughs> it's like happened since for the entire history of the United States, essentially. And the Dutch East India Trading <laughs> Company, which ran Europe. Like, I don't People are fucking dumb. Like, just, how do you, you don't see? No, they don't. This is, I'm going to sound so, like, such a pretentious dickhead right now, but I'm going to be honest about it. So, growing up, watching, like, any, like, reading books, watching any, like, dissident media, listening to, like, different kinds of music and blah, blah, blah. Don't do any of that shit, because as soon as you deviate from the norm, like, any substantial amount, you get fucking no enjoyment from any, like, mainstream <laughs> cultural or culture or media. Everything just fucking pisses you off. Like, yeah, I, I mean... I fucking straight up do not enjoy anything anymore. <laughs> are you sure you're not uh, suffering through a huge bout of depression like most of America? I mean, maybe, but I've been, like, real depressed before, I mean, like, and I feel fine now. I'm just like... Fucking nothing is good anymore. <laughs> well, it's true. It goes back to like, just shut up, don't think about it, and enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't think critically. <laughs> I'm just, I'm telling you, listeners, do that. Fucking turn off this podcast right now. It's gonna cost you another betrayal. Yeah. Trouble. Just f- fucking just play video games and watch Marvel movies. Like you got people on the internet seem fucking happy as fuck. <laughs> I, I you can't even watch Marvel movies anymore because you got Brie Larson out there ruining men. Oh man, I'm just like. I, she used an Ayn Rand quote in an Instagram post. <laughs> You're still mad about that. I, I mean, I think she just did it because it was, like, um, empowering, the quote specifically. But that's also, like, so you didn't like, put any thought into it being Ayn Rand or understanding, like, her shitty libertarian beliefs and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, well, Brie Larson, maybe you are kind of dumb. <laughs> Brie Larson, maybe you are canceled. <laughs> I, if she's, like, a libertarian or any of that weird shit, she's canceled for sure. <laughs> I like all the... Uh, <laughs> Like, people doing the political spectrum memes, uh, you know, like, the access ones. And then, like, for the libertarian section, it'll be, it'll be, like, normal for the other sections. The libertarian, it'll be, like, what that one post that someone posted on our libertarian where it's, like, it's not pedophilia, it's a febophilia, and I think it should be totally legal for 13-year-olds to be adults, you know, because everyone's always making fun of libertarians for being pedophiles. <laughs> Because that's like fucking galaxy brain libertarian <laughs> shit. It was like, yeah, I just want to have sex with children. Libertarianism seems like such a like a high school accidental like two week experiment <laughs> in, in like political beliefs. It's so weird that like that's most of like the tech industry and blah, blah, all these people that, oh, we're libertarians. You mean you just fucking. It's just it's a bunch of people that just didn't think critically. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's. What, Nothing critically leads to. You enjoy Marvel movies and you think libertarianism is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're actually probably just uh, really conservative and libertarian makes them feel like they're being cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably what it is. Because they don't actually really believe in us. No government or small government. They just believe in a small government as far as business concerns go. No, they believe in a small government for themselves and a big government for everyone else. Yeah. Rules for thee, not for me. Feudalism. That's where we're headed to. Yeah. Well, I guess we're... No, we're... We're, I mean, already, we're, we're, so we're like in the... We're, we're straight up wholesale feudalism is my prediction. Oh. Well, yeah, because right now it's... You'll be... Uh, feudalism with a little bit of choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you want to live in the, the Google fiefdom or the... No. Uh, the U- or I was going to say YouTube. That's Google now. Or yeah. the Disney fiefdom. <laughs> Huh, yeah, that's that's too bad. Well, uh, apparently we're in the United States. We're worse off as far as like time off and stuff like that yeah, goes compared to societies. yeah peasants in the medieval period. So that's cool. I'm 
But what was the economy like back then? Then it seemed like a lot of people just shoveling mud around. <laughs> they called that their economy. <laughs> it wasn't mud, Kyle. You got to think of how many horses they had. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Good point. But but I mean, yeah. And speaking of which, that's where mining. they were going. This the day after is going back to that. <laughs> all those fucking horses hanging around. Where all? How did all those horses survive? Uh, really tough barns. Nah. Some people had the horses down in the basement with them. <laughs> I love you, horse. That's the thing. Like when they, when the dog, they're like, "Ah, oh, we can't bring the dog down here." I'm like, "Ah, eh, I think I'd bring the dog." May as well. I mean, everyone's just gonna be shitting in the corner, anyways. Right? <laughs> right? So I didn't see any plumbing down there. So, I'm sure, I think plus, it, like, let's be honest. Like, a dog is useful in a in a wasteland type scenario. Yeah, I'm just like dogs have been useful since the exactly. Dawn of our relationship There's a reason we have dogs. Yeah, like the early warning system. They can help protect shit. They can um, help you hunt. Yeah, dogs are useful, and I'm sure it's a farm. It's a farm dog. It's probably a smart, tough dog. Yeah, does farm stuff. Yeah, but he's like, well, we don't got enough food. We don't know how long we're gonna be down here because I don't know anything about radiation. <laughs> and the answer is a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't specify how many bombs were dropped, but. No, they don't really know. But at one point, there's like 300 <laughs> missiles incoming, right? Yeah, it's, it seems like a lot of them. And then uh, Steve, uh, old Stevie Gutenberg's like, I said like five up north, like three to the south, and a whole bunch. And I don't know. Is there any coming back from a situation like that? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't. Again, it goes back to the what we talked about a, a little bit. Um, we have a good idea of how radiation works. Yeah. But when you start exploding you know, three, 400 bombs or more in the atmosphere, what happens? I don't know that we really know. Like, does it just completely fuck the atmosphere? Yeah, well, we, I, this probably wasn't a really widely held belief, but I remember reading that when they were doing the uh, Manhattan Project, there were some physicists that were doing calculations like, yeah, you know, when we test this, it may just set the whole atmosphere on fire. Oh, yeah. That's like when the there's some people and they're going to turn on the Large Hadron Collider that were like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This is going to create a black hole. Yeah. Those, some, those people were more fringe scientists, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But it's still like, enough, there still was like enough of mystery there. It's like, well, what if something crazy does happen? <laughs> I remember there was a guy that got arrested, like trying to break in to stop him from. Oh, that sounds started. vaguely familiar. Yeah, but I don't he. Know. <laughs> And the, the the internet was like, he's a time traveler. He's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to save us yeah, all. Yeah. It's John Titor. He's back. Yeah, I forgot all about John Titor. That shit was great. <laughs> I need to review that again. <laughs> For those listening who aren't so completely online. Oh, shit. I forgot. That's like yeah. from the, the earlier days of the internet. There was a guy that showed up on random forums claiming to be a time traveler named John Titor. He was from... He was sent back in time to get a specific um, like IBM patent, yeah, like a, or a patch or something. So yeah, some specific, either a computer part or a specific computer that had a, a specific program or patch something or operating needed, system that they needed. That they needed to correct like what the I don't know. They were like the provisional U.S. government. And, I don't know. His story was really complex and interesting. He had like photo uh, photographic evidence, yeah. of, like his time machine and stuff. People were really into it, and it went on for a couple of years. Uh, I think there's, like, an old website that chronicles, like, the whole... And then when you're done with that, you can look up the hamster dance. Yeah, that's some old shit, too. Just go through the Something Awful archives. That was <laughs> all the best of the internet from late 90s to, <laughs> you know, like, 2008. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> Well, that was, remember, so that was the shit. That was like the first meme. Yeah, well, because YouTube didn't exist yet. Nah. So it was like, that was the only way to kind of do like video memes or whatever. But then YouTube did exist shortly afterwards. You are the man now, dog. That was um, World of Warcraft days, like 2005. I think it was like EverQuest days, wasn't it? You're the man now, dog? No, because remember, there was some YTMDs of like screenshots from us and WoW that people made. Yeah, this is definitely World of Warcraft times. Wow, yeah. we got really far afield from the day after. We we really don't want to talk about the world exploding, I guess. Not really. This movie stressed me stressed me out. I was talking to mom about it before I watched it. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember watching it. It was, like, uh, devastating. <laughs> and I was like, what? Really? Yeah. Um, well, she's I- like, yeah, it's about the end of the world. And I was like, I hadn't thought about it because like, I knew that's what it was about. And I was like, 
Oh yeah, it's probably like sad and stuff. <laughs> well, I like I said, I remember I watched the last time I watched it. I actually watched it in, in high school. <laughs> uh, Mr. Carroll, mm-hmm. who we talked about off micro a few days ago, uh, showed it to the class, um, and I remember being not necessarily as frightened of it or, or finding it as worrying as I did this time, and um, finding some hokier parts in it. And there's still some hokey parts. But man, is uh, they do a way better job of building that tension than I remember. Yes, except for there's a scene where Jason Robards meets with his daughter to go to the. Museum. Oh, that's fucking hokey. And that dialogue is so bad. Yeah, but also when they're on top of the building, he's got like a little um, little box of milk. He's drinking. He's just out there drinking milk. <laughs> that's so hot. Milk was a bad choice. Yeah. Did you notice uh, while they're having their discussion, the paintings in the background yeah, reflect yeah. what they're talking about? Like, oh, do you have a secret? And there's like a shh, shh, Victorian lady. Uh, my favorite bit of symbolism <laughs> is right when the bombs are going off, they have the ho- that horse that just starts running around going crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. They've, that's the death of... America's um, Western expansion, and life, and the human spirit, as personified you by can't see sexy it. horse. It's, it's like X-rays, particles. See, yeah, it's everywhere. Which is, I mean, yeah, you can't really see it. You I see like, ash. I like that bash. they're uh, so far, so afraid of using the word diaphragm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that thing. That I thing. shouldn't use that thing. I shouldn't so. use that stupid thing. I could be pregnant right now. Yeah, uh, she was. <laughs> Oh, she miscarried, though. Probably for the best. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have a radiation baby. I come out looking like the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> it was cool. Jason Robards is the best actor. I'm glad the shot was on film. I like the effects they used for people turning into skeletons and fire just flicking everywhere. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is terrible. And, yeah, just because of the high-anxiety situation we're in now, like, politically, socially... Globally, it's like man, it's fucking intense. It just made me realize like how much I worry about everything all the yeah. time. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, because here's the thing: most of our lives relatively peaceful, I guess. Because Cold War ends in ninety one, ninety two. That's when the yeah. Berlin Wall comes down. Uh, yeah, it's all kind of good for a while. Um, everything's good. Nine eleven happens, and it's like. All right, America's going to do some weird shit now. <laughs> and then the war in Iraq in 2003. And then since then, it's just been a slow escalation of crazy shit happening. And obviously, of course, Inconvenient Truth comes out, Al Gore. And it's like, hey, this climate change shit is real. It's going to be a problem. And no one does anything about it. And then it just accelerate wildly <laughs> like it just gets so much worse for the next 20 years and you and here we are yeah what movie so we gonna I watch guess, next week man we only had like a good like solid like nine years where shit was like oh maybe it'll be okay now <laughs> <laughs> that fucking sucks oh we're gonna watch uh nightmare on elm street next oh nah we gotta watch something like funny and cute now. <laughs> <laughs> nothing says funny and cute like freddy cougar yeah, great <laughs> <Hey>, bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, like a pedo. Nothing's as funny and cute like a pedophile serial killer who's come back to life to murder children in their dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, I told you I watched Scream this week. Yeah, or this past week. You like you're really into Wes Craven. I really like Scream. Um, no, but uh, you, you know Wes Craven has a cameo in Scream, dressed as Freddy, as the janitor in the high school. Oh my god! And it's like. I like maybe just do like a cameo as the janitor in the high school, not your pedophile monster guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Wes Craven doesn't give a fuck. He was done with horror films because he hated the inherent misogyny and violence toward uh, uh, violence in general in him. But then Scream came about, and he's like, "Ah, yes, I enjoy the satire, <laughs> the meta narrative." After I watched Scream, though, I watched Cabin in the Woods. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, but not since it came out. And, and it's got Thor in it, right? Yeah, and it's um J not it's Joss Whedon and his little buddy. I forget mm-hmm. what his little buddy's name is. Drew Goddard? I don't know. Anyways, uh not as great as satire as they thought it would be. Um what's interesting to me is um between the two films, so the guy that wrote Scream was a gay man who lived through like the HIV crisis and like the he was part of the gay scene and 
uh, 80s, 90s New York, and he's a great screenwriter. Kevin Williamson's his name. Um, he's a guy that really lived, has some life experience, knows what's up. Also directed by Wes Craven, a guy that's been in Hollywood, horror, doing all sorts of crazy stuff for years and years, has some life experience, knows what's up. Scream is a wonderful satire about horror movies. They do a great job with it. I fucking love Scream. It's really well written, really well directed. I'm just waiting for the turn here, but it's <laughs> really on point. Uh, I liked Cabin in the Woods when I saw it in theaters, and it was a movie I used to recommend to people. But now that I rewatched it, I don't remember liking it that much. But I was like, oh, this is the generation shift where fucking nerds that have like no normal life experience or no understanding of actual human reactions or comedy or anything like that decide they're going to make a meta horror film and it's fucking cheesy as fuck and I hate it. (laughs) Everything is just that cheesy, fake, Joss Whedon, jokey dialogue. Isn't there like a kung fu scene in it too? Like the little kid that does... Or my, least my, I'm thinking of something else. But there is a stoner character that's got a bong that turns into a coffee mug, and he uses it to fight a zombie. And it's clear that no, neither of them have ever smoked weed or been to a party or kissed a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so out of touch and off center and fucking nerdy and weird and like sweaty. And like, <laughs> I don't. It's, it's like if John Hughes made a horror movie. Yeah, it's just like bad i hate it it made me like i was like i'm fucking done with joss whedon <laughs> like no thanks it's just oh it's just so fucking off you know what i mean like it seems like aliens wrote and directed it <laughs> rather than actual human beings so yeah that's um why movies up until about 1999 are better than anything that's been <laughs> since then. unless it's assassination of jesse james by the coward, say the whole thing. By the coward, by the coward Robert Ford. By the coward, Casey Affleck. All right, I guess I'm done complaining for this week. I didn't complain at all. I don't. Yeah, I probably did. I don't know. Space Force. Space Force. Go to Adventure Productions. Give us money to because we need to uh, get our. Um, we need to get compound ready. Yeah, we gotta we gotta start Doomsday prepping. Yeah, cause um, shit's coming. If you know the best best place in the United States to buy a land. And that's very likely, unlikely to get hit by nuclear missiles or by some sort of Yosemite explosion. Please or like get in touch with us. Really hot wind. Yeah, I mean, where's we got a lot of concerns. I just don't want to be where the hot wind is. <laughs> hot wind, nuclear explosions, Yosemite. Well, all three of those things will create hot wind. <laughs> or, I mean, climate change, uh, Yosemite, and nuclear explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them will create hot wind. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the hot wind. <laughs> that's my biggest fear: is the hot wind. I don't want to be farted on by God. <laughs> I don't know if the, none of those are except for Yosemite are God. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, no, if um, this is God's kingdom and he gave us all the tools that we needed to create anything we oh, want. So God, everything is that. the everything is the bounty of the Lord. So even nukes. Thanks, God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for the nukes. Man, I could definitely be a prosperity preacher, I think. I have the right... I have the right like mindset so that I can just like pervert every possible <laughs> godlike thought into like how all these terrible things are good. And then you too could have Chris Pratt come to your church. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then he'll marry a Schwarzenegger that's like twelve years younger than him <laughs> after he dumps Anna Faris. Wah wah. That's okay, Anna Faris. I still like you. I like Anna Faris a lot more than Chris Pratt. That's for sure. <laughs> Chris Pratt's a fucking nerd. I wish he was in the Guardians of the Galaxies. They should replace him with me. <laughs> I'm gonna hit up James Gunn. <laughs> like, yo, man, I really like Slither. Can I be in Guardians of the Galaxy three? Oh, fucking Tromeo and Juliet. I like that one too. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. I'm Kyle. Kids of Commander. This is the cult of Space Force. I forgot it's a cult now. <laughs> fucking doing cult shit. Uh, on AdventureProductions.com. Hit up that Patreon. Have merchandise soon, maybe. I just like designing t-shirts. Uh, fucking be on Twitch listening to bops and playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> so I can avoid... When's the Classic Edition come out? Uh, not till August. Right. Yeah. But you always play on private servers. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's illegal. No, I just have bad experiences from when the EQ product servers. I'm sure the oh, technology no, is way different. It's now, gone yeah. up since then, but still. Oh no, the World of Warcraft private servers. Some of them are um, manipulated so that it's like this is a PvP server, so everyone starts at 16, does this. There's some that have like times five uh, experience one. leveling, but there's some that are just this is straight up just vanilla. Wow. Yeah. Or the Burning Crusade or whatever. Yeah, there's just so many of them now. That the burn different things. Some people like the Burning Crusade? Some people like it more than Vanilla. Um, it was an alright expansion, I think, but it's just Vanilla was the best. Mm-hmm. Flying Mounts seemed like a cool idea, but I think they ruined the game. That wasn't in the Burning Crusade, was it? Yeah, Burning Crusade is when you can start flying. Whatever, Space Force. Anyway, Space Force, uh, the real nerd hours over here. World of Warcraft shit. It's really going down. Uh, watch the new Orville Peck music video. Uh, get tuned up and excited for Veronica by Glenn Danzig. <laughs> follow us on Twitter or some shit. Give us money. Follow us on Twitch. <laughs> Fucking join the cult. Like, let's, let's get this shit going, you know? I'm tired of... Waiting for climate change to kill me. I want to be able to have enough money that I can kill me <laughs> 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 through good times and great oldies. <laughs>